I'd love to try. Well, at cheese some point. whiz actually comes in a jar. Well, no, they got the cheese whiz you spray out. That's canned. Cheese whiz. Spray cheese. That's, a, that's easy squeeze. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Can no cheese. Yeah. I thought you were whizzing the no, cheese. No, cheese whiz out. comes in a, in a glass jar. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel. I got sitting across from me our resident cook, Jeremy, the Kitchen White Law. Meh. Next to him is our pitmaster and producer, Mitch Matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. So, we got a good episode for the Super Bowl. It's going down, coming up this Saturday. And, man... I can't wait to get into that in our second segment, but and uh, we've made it to February, yeah, twenty twenty one. So so far, we've survived. <laughs> the world's not imploded yet, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. So let's do what we always do. Let's catch up a little bit. We got some things we need to update you on as we do every single week, and we're gonna jump right back into those. And I guess first things first, Jeremy, how's all that meat, bruh? Doing good. Um, just over four weeks on the carnivore challenge going for another week. So it'll be five weeks total and feeling fantastic. Honestly, it's, uh, it's super easy to do. You can have so few things that it's just, you know, I, I prep my lunches and then just have something for dinner every night. And that's pretty much it. Um, down like 18 pounds total right now, uh, probably lose three or four more in the next week and feeling great. Have we talked about why we're doing five weeks on carnivore instead of just four and making it an even month? He wants to beat <laughs> um, Paul and, and he, Spencer. Yeah. Cause they did like 33 days. And so I'm going to do 35 days because I'm better than them. <laughs> um, That's why. And, and like, also, like the actual reason would be uh, I have some weight loss goals and like I'm losing so much weight on this diet. I'm like, I might as well do it for another week and like pretty much hit my goal. And then like I don't have to do like a calorie restrictive diet as I come off this. Um, I can just go back to like a uh, a more normal diet where I'm not having to restrict myself as much, you know. Pizza. Yeah, exactly. Pizza mm-hmm. on the horizon. So four <laughs> weeks in, like has your weight started to plateau at all? Uh, you would think, but like the first two weeks I lost like six pounds, five pounds, and then it started to plateau like around three or four pounds a week. And I think it would probably stay there pretty consistently at that three to four pounds, just because you're eating so few calories. I'll eat between seven fifty and 1500 a day. Um, so every three days you're going to lose a pound guaranteed. Um, and, and you feel fantastic the entire time. It's not like a calorie restricted diet where like you're hungry all the time and you're tired and crap like that. You're just so satiated and you have plenty of energy, like just kind of feel normal. That's actually what I was going to ask. Like, do you, in between meal times, are you kind of like, oh, I can't wait till I can eat again? Or do you feel just pretty good about things? No, I feel pretty good. So I've naturally, like, I, I didn't try to like force myself into this, but I just naturally fell into like a two meal a day plan. So I have lunch and dinner. So I'll easily go 18 hours between dinner and then lunch the next day, eating nothing, just drinking water, have my electrolytes in the morning, cup of black coffee. Uh, so nothing with any calories in it. And, um, I'm just like, Oh, it's, it's lunchtime. Like, I, I guess I'll go eat a little bit and it's pretty easy. You're almost there. I have a question. So, Joel, I would love to answer your question. Here, I'm glad, sir. <laughs> and so, this this carnivore diet, uh, 
you know, have you all ever seen like, you know, Mountain Men or seen the, the, the show Alone? Yeah, okay. I've seen. Well, so you, you, and you all know, if someone tries to live solely on just wild game, like or whatnot, it's too lean, and you can be gorging yourself on meat, but still your body is dying at the same time. Uh, there's a name for that. It's called like. Um it's it's very common if you eat only a diet of rabbit because rabbit is like the leanest meat you can possibly eat. And it's because if you don't have any fat in your diet, you'll actually starve yourself to death because you have to have fat to survive. Yes. And the carnivore diet is a high fat diet. Um, yeah, because you're uh, eating like, like pulled pork and chicken wings and... Yeah, but bacon. Oh, yeah. All the bacon. Yeah. But my God. Um, all, all the bacon. All the bacon. Uh, like, I'm starting to get sick of bacon. But um, <laughs> Impossible. No, my, yeah. my, my, um, my question was, though, on that was, would... Could you incorporate more wild game into it, and 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 would that like expedite the process and dabble fat here and there? So on this diet, high fat diet. So on this diet, you're not supposed to eat real lean meats like chicken breast stuff like that. Now, um, I am trying to lose some weight on it, so I'm allowing myself things like chicken breast. That's nor- like either like some like lean chicken breast or like um, pork chop or something like that is what I have for lunch every day because like I'm on the job and stuff and like I don't want to be running off to the bathroom by eating a bunch of fats and stuff. So I'll normally have like a pretty lean lunch and then the fattier dinner um, because I'm trying to lose some weight. Now, if I was like already at my goal weight, my BMI was really low and stuff, I would need to eat a lot more fat. It's it, It's like... If, if you're lean where you need to be, you're like 60% fat, 40% uh, protein is where you should be. Right now, I'm probably like, I don't know, the opposite of that. 60% protein, 40% fat, something like that. Uh, but on this diet, like when you eat something really fatty, it's going to go through you a little faster. Um, when you eat something lean, it's, it, it's not going to go through you quite as fast because you're really just eating that protein. So Yeah, and fat leads to say, like feeling satiated and stuff. Like ironically, mm-hmm. you know, me and one of my coworkers were talking about, you know, different diets and stuff at work. And, um, we were talking about how, you know, when you, when you want to clean up your diet a little bit, not even say like diet, you know, um, just want to make some different changes and alterations and, and have healthier choices. But we were talking about the struggle that a lot of us all have, like, should we eat healthy, low calorie, low fat foods with good grains and do the carb do carbs, healthy carbs, or, you know, the struggle of, or should we pick the, the side of, you know, higher fat, higher protein and low carb and low sugar. And one, and the doctor that I was working with, um, she piped up and she was like fat, eat fat. She said, but mm-hmm. she felt like it was really important. She said for fat is really, really good to eat. Um, it helps you feel satiated and, and fulfilled. But she said key with eating the higher fat diets was to, um, intermittent fast. She said only eat for eight. Yeah. She said only eat for eight to ten hours. Hmm. Eat for eight to ten hours? Like what is, break So that. so she stops <laughs> like eating scourge for ten hours. So only eat between the hours of like ten AM and eight PM. And then after eight PM, don't uh, eat. Okay. And you can drink black coffee mm-hmm. and water. My but little, my little you know, your brain wasn't don't eat, that up. Don't eat past eight PM and then you can start eating again at like ten or eleven in the morning. 
So I I know you guys keep saying high fat diet and what you mean is eating foods that are high in fat like bacon and, you know, pulled pork and things like that. Oreos. For whatever reason, I keep picturing you eating like lean meat and then going and getting like a spoon of Crisco (laughs) out and just licking it like you might have like a spoon (laughs) of peanut butter or something. Yeah, I know. And, 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 you know, high fat doesn't have to be disgusting, dirty fat like avocados, nuts, stuff like that. Um, You know, she was really big on ghee. You know, and I, I said, you need to listen to our podcast on butter. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Hell, that's what the mountain men did, though, Matt. Freaking, they would uh, trap a beaver, and it was like a big fucking deal to get a beaver tail, because it's all fat. Oh, it's all fat, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they'd crisp all the skin up off of it and eat, just eat it straight. Well, that's what the uh, the Inuit people would do, like, up in Alaska and stuff. They're eating, like, a lot of, like, lean uh, wild game meat and fish and stuff. And so they, they trap seals, and they, they yeah. eat the seals, and yeah. they save the fat from the seals, and they mix that in with what they're eating. Like whale blood. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, but... Like what you're talking about, Stacy, with the with the high fats. Uh, fats are very satiating. It takes a, the body a long time to break them down. So, like if you have a big meal, you can go 12 to 18 hours not eating after that big meal. Whereas carbs are burned a lot faster in your body and stuff. So when I start eating carbs again, like my goal is just to eat more complex carbs, like whole grain stuff, um, wild rice instead of just like plain stuff. Uh, so that's really my goal is to mix mix in like some complex carbs, uh, still, still stay with some nice clean fats and stuff. And then also, um, you know, mixing fruits and vegetables, fibers, all that sort of stuff. But I feel like this is last- a good road, like a good path that you've chosen, like hmm. to start with this and yeah, like I wanted to challenge myself and really kick it into high gear, get motivated and stuff. And like, that's what, that's what this has done. You know, like I saw a bunch of weight loss, like all my clothes fit a lot better, like feeling great. And now it's like, so all right, you motivated see your penis to move again. on. I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, before only you could see it, Joel, it was like really, really disturbing. Um, <laughs> but like speaking of those clean fats and stuff, like last night I had some Holtzman family meat, um, flank and style short ribs. Uh, they looked like they were practically Wagyu cause there was oh so gosh. much marbling in them. Yep. And like I had it, like, it was like a pound uh, with the bones and everything, but like half a pound is like eight ounces of actual meat. Um, so, I mean, you're talking about like 500 calories of like really fatty meats and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't uh, like, I ate before this podcast, so I would have something small. Uh, so I wouldn't be hungry during it, but like, I like wasn't really hungry at all. Like haven't been since then. I want to talk about those, um, Flanken style short ribs because I've never seen ones that were so striped and perfectly marbled like that before. Like usually when we get them at like mm-hmm. Publix or somewhere else, you know, they're, they're red and they look nice, but those, yeah, <laughs> those look like, yeah, they looked freaking, freaking like wagyu. Like did that, did it melt in your mouth as much as it looked like it? Would? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, um, there were like eight of them that I, that total. And so it was like a little over two pounds. And then, um, we split them up and like the kids had some, Ty had some and I, I ate the rest. And I mean, it was just like, so rich and so filling. I was like, I don't even know if I could finish eight ounces of this. It's, it's just so filling. How did you um, cook it and how did you prep it? Like, did you season it? And- yeah. So um, Magnum finished with some flake salt and then I did the um, the caveman style again. I lit a bunch of charcoal in my Primo and just slapped it right on the hot charcoal because I wanted to get like a really awesome sear because they're so thin. It's one flip. So I did two minutes per side done. They were still a little pink in the center. But I mean, with those, if you even if you overcook them, there's so much fat in them that it doesn't really matter. Dude, I'm, I, I, I want to start getting into that caveman style stuff more, but... I want to talk a little bit about the attack that has been put upon me. A straight up attack. Physi- well, a fi- no, a physical attack 
for my wife via Will Hooked on Barbecue. Billy Bob Barbecue. Billy Bob Boss. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy Boss Bog. <laughs> Billy Boss's Barbecue. I love Will. Has attacked me. I just love Will. He's trying to help us. Well, we have... No, he's trying to physically harm me is what he's trying to do. (laughs) We have... Yeah, as we know, we know, well, since we're talking about our health shit, uh, we're riding on our Peloton now, trying to get my fat ass down a little bit. Grilling Pillow Squad. And, uh... Grilling Pedo Squad. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Shout out. But, uh, Will, Billy Bob, whatever the hell y'all are calling him, he uh he told us we needed to get these things called liquid greens, y'all. Not liquid. Well, you're, it's, it's, a, it's a powder, and you drink it. Yeah, it's ground oh, up yeah. superfoods. You know, my, for, my brother takes those. Yeah. yeah, for clean energy, it kind of fills in the gaps for your nutrition and stuff like that. Because let's be honest, you usually skip the salads and the greens for the most part, yes. unless I make something like an artichoke or asparagus or something like that. Yes, but, but Stacy's been making me drink this shit every um, morning. Every morning. And the other night we went, or the, yeah, yeah, last Friday we went out with my brother and my sister-in-law on a, a little double date thing. And she's like, you didn't get your greens this morning. Here Before you, we left. Here you go, man. These, these things, because they're supposed to cleanse, cleanse you out. I have been shitting my brains out, <laughs> farting my brains out. <laughs> I've been bloated and hurting and it's just, it's been, it's been a freaking attack on well, my body. Well, it says it helps with bloating. Well, it's because you're farting it and pooping it all out. Like, I really do think it's like a, a colon cleansing. I occurring. think this thing just makes your body do this stuff. And you're like, oh, it's cleansing your body. Look at your belly. The bloat is down. Oh, my giant belly? Yeah, look at it's it. It's not giant. Yeah. Your shirt is nice and flat. Mm-hmm. I'm getting excited over here. I can't <laughs> wait to wrap my hands around you. Whoa. Now, Joel, it, it seems like there's an easier way to, um, you know, consume vegetables than to drink some nasty ass drink every morning. I know, but this is, this has so much like superfood stuff in it. Like (laughs) I need to go get that thing and tell you like what the ingredients are, but it's like ground up, like things that we wouldn't be eating. Like we're not going to be eating like beetroot and stuff like that. I I will, I will live and die by this. No supplement ever, ever compares to like real foods. Um, If you were to go out and eat a serving or two of vegetables a day, it'd be so much better than eating some supplement. That's just like, tearing your butthole up you know unless the, unless the vegetables are like covered in butter and cheese and stuff mm, there like we that. go yeah. there we exactly. go yeah and and the thing is is like Ranch. it's condensed it's like the <laughs> the nutritional value and vitamins and stuff that you're getting in this condensed powder is a lot better than us eating you know three bowls of broccoli and brussels sprouts and i mean it's just un- you can't do it <laughs> Joel's Will, over there Will, dipping some celery and ranch. I'm so healthy. <laughs> I like I like a bowl of ranch with a sprinkle some lettuce on top of it. No, listen, listen. I need Chris. Oh, no. I need Chris Shem. I need I need uh, this. I'm calling out Chris. I'm calling out Will. Y'all, back me up with this. Back me up. I want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Okay. Come on now. I'm gonna call uh, Will right now. Well, I know. I- I know exactly what this stuff is. Uh, in my younger days, when I was in college, I worked at a, uh, a chiropractic clinic for like four years <laughs> and they, they sold all of this stuff. And like, it's Dude. like, it, if, if you're too lazy to like go and make vegetables and eat them, then yes, you need to eat this stuff, eat this, this supplement stuff, but no supplement ever compares to real food. Like it, what they take out by making that supplement and add into there the binders and the fillers and all that stuff. They can call it a superfood and put all sort of crap on the label, but it never compares to real food. I disagree. I want to well, see I, your resume. The amount 100%. that you can get in a small powder, the amount that you can get at that time. 
you're not going to eat. What, what what are you losing though by turning that vegetable into a powder? You're not getting a fresh vegetable. That's what I was going to ask. When they, I dry, don't know. We need the, to look at the process. When they dry it out, what do you lose? We yeah. need to look at the process. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, like they can put all sort of crap on a label, but I mean, like that's not like doesn't mean anything. Sure. You're such a turd in a punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be. <laughs> how he manages. Let's talk about. Uh, hey, Matt. I got a question for you. Okay. How long? How long do you cook your bacon for? Uh, till it's done. But how long? I don't. Yep. I don't know how long it takes. I, I just cook it. It depends on. So a lot of times you get. I know this isn't the answer you're looking for, but sometimes the she's bacon trying to is, set me up, Matt. Sometimes it's leaner and sometimes <laughs> it's fattier, so it's hard to put a like a time on it. You kind of just got to watch it and flip it and figure it out. Okay, but Come forty on. minutes. I mean, uh, I, I think Matt's trying to say measure know. that shit with your heart. You still <laughs> know you a time until frame. it's ready. I don't know. Come on, man. <laughs> Tech gum it. It's didn't set up well at all. <laughs> How long do you guys cook wah, it? Wah, wah. Fifteen minutes. Well, at what roughly, we check it. We check it, but forty minutes. At what temp? He cooks temp. He cooks bacon for four hundred twenty-five degrees for forty minutes. I mean, no, it was four hundred degrees. No, my, look at your my post. Oven. Okay, look at your post. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> look at it. This is devolved. <laughs> The kitchen went so, off. Oh yeah, no, I put four twenty five on that one. Um, yeah, you did. My oven, my oven was on four twenty five, but I meant to put four hundred because my oven runs cool. So uh, it was probably like between three seventy five and four hundred in there because I have a thermostat inside my oven. And um, yeah, thicker cut bacon takes longer. Thinner cut bacon takes less time. Never I mean, more it, like, than twenty minutes. I th- I'm, I'm putting it out. We need to go variables. find me for Jeremy. He needs a new oven. Kickstarter. Yeah, there are no. I, I have a I have a manual thermostat inside my oven. Like I know how how hot it actually runs. So when I set it, I know how to do that. But I mean, you have a brand new oven. The convection works a lot better in your oven. That's going to help with it. Our old oven. You know, I mean, there's fifteen to twenty minutes max. Well, you're buying that nasty ass Walmart thin cut bacon. Like, <laughs> what, what do you want me to tell you? Not true. It, 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 Not it's true. It's paper thin. You know, papyrus scrolls in Egypt are thicker than that bacon you're cooking, Stacy. No, uh, ultimate family meats. Ultimate <laughs> family meats. Sixteen minutes at four hundred. <laughs> 16 minutes. And I'm, I'm just you, worried about you your followers the, who are going to set their timer for 40 minutes and come back to a no, brick. I a hundred percent said on there, like, you know, ch- check it. This bacon took 40 minutes. Like that's why you never cooked a time. You cooked a temp, you know, I mean, you check on that stuff. Do you do the, uh, the rack, the bacon sets on, or is it just like setting in the pan? Lemon foil on a pan. Yeah. So that usually takes a little longer. If you do the rack where it's setting up above the grease, it can drip off and cook a little faster. Um, but I mean, bacon is one of those things you just got to keep checking. Matt. Was bacon fight on the outline for today? <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> no, 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 because Joel said, I think said, she's just salty Matt. that I made fun of her greens. So now she like wants to get back at me hey, about bacon. It's not my greens. I'm, I'm doing this be- after. Yeah, your bacon sucks. Will's the one that talked <laughs> us into this. He did. Are did. These the, I, hope, uh, I hope it. Are these the athletic greens? Is that what they're called? So that's what he does. Okay. He does athletic greens. So, you know, like Facebook will advertise stuff to you based on like what your friends are buying and looking at and stuff. And I've been getting nonstop ads for athletic greens lately. And I wonder if it's y'all's fault. It's not me. That's not what we're doing. You know, that's what Will says he does. He he said that's a little bit more. I got excited because when she said we were going to start taking greens, I thought we were going to be eating collard greens. Which is, no, those I are love collard greens. Yeah. Yeah. You're excited for food and she's like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit of water. Drink up. It's, it's not bad. I, I just, hate you all right now. I, I didn't like the gassy explosions. Ever. I mean, dude, I felt like my <laughs> belly was going to just 
It reminds uh, me explode. the way you describe that is like the first time I accidentally ate a fiber one bar thinking it was just like a <laughs> granola bar. And I was in the yeah. office and I was like, what the heck am I supposed to what do is, with this for the rest of the day? <laughs> like I need to go home sick. <laughs> and they're hot. They're like, and they're, uh, they're sa- uh, whatever. I'm gonna quit. You just blow All up right. like a His balloon. body was like, oh my God. Yeah. Vitamins. Was. Nutrition. <laughs> my body was not happy Get with this. Get this out of me. <laughs> All right, so you're not bourbon, you're not meat. All right, well, I want to uh, move on to something. I, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention or not because we are going to be talking about Super Bowl stuff, and I want to talk about um, something that's been happening on the stock market. That if you ever heard, if you know who Dave Portnoy is, he's the owner of Barstool Sports. He's been heavily weighing in on this uh, this Wall Street uh, fight that's going on between the average Joes and the one percenters. Where um, have you seen this stuff about GameStop? How they've been, uh, put, the, the Wall Street tried to short the stock on GameStop, and then all these I haven't heard of it. No, all these. Okay, so there's there's these these Reddit nerds. Are you lying? Stop it, Jeremy. <laughs> we talked we about talked this about in, in our private group. chat. <laughs> I was going to chat. Well, anyway, and, and then Matt chided me and told me that this is a conversation we're only allowed to have on signals. So <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Shh, they're watching." <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get us anyway i think it's fascinating i think it's awesome i don't know if y'all want to weigh in on it at all but the fact that pe- people like us can um you know do what they've been doing for you know decades years whatever it is and um they're getting their panties in a wad because they're on the short side of the stick this time but the if you ever if you see if you want go to Barcelona Sports or Stool Presidente on uh, on social media you can see all Dave Portnoy's rants and it's so for the average Joe and I love it. Yep, yeah, I've been keeping up with it pretty closely. I think it's it's a uh, fascinating just because it's totally unprecedented, but yeah, uh, almost as interesting as the amount of money that these like regular Joes are making off of this whole debacle is that some of the uh, like apps that the people are using to buy the stock started limiting the the purchase of those stocks and that they they, sh- they, sh- they shut it down yeah, so just, you can't buy it like there's you know people at the SEC the Securities and Exchange Commission those it's uh I think that it's raising some eyebrows about what really is market manipulation et cetera et cetera so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out I I agree with that and you know I, I and it's but, but for me both sides were doing it just opposite directions and the, and if these if these jabronis don't get some jail time then I, to me I have zero faith in our in our uh um justice system because what they did was highly illegal just shut, scary. shutting down stocks like that yeah anyways it just shows the control the big brother crap that's going on right now mm-hmm all right, well, let's flip the script. Did you- <laughs> yeah, glad you guys are biting. <laughs> yeah, did you know, uh, remember, the sh- remember the movie Mighty Ducks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Disney's coming out with a TV show, right? Let's go, man. March 26th. And and, and what's... Emilio Estevez. Emilio! <laughs> he's going uh, to be in it, man. So the preface of this story is, like, the Mighty Ducks team is actually, like, the Billy Badass ones. Like, they're the ones that are dominating, and this kid doesn't, he either gets cut from the team or he doesn't make it onto the team. So the mom says, all right, let's kind of form our rejects team to go against the Mighty Ducks. Oh, so this is is a spinoff Cobra Kai? Yeah. Well, not really, but they, 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 uh, well, they say they're kind of modeling it after that, but then, but then they get Emilio Estevez to come in and teach the rejects. So, and it's got, it's got the lady from uh, Gilmore Girls on there. And so, 
I thought Amelia was still going to be the coach of the Mighty Ducks. I have to admit, the Mighty Ducks is something I'm aware of, but I don't know that I've ever actually sat down and watched it all. And I just looked it up because I knew that this was going to be like, what? You've never seen it? Uh, It came out out in 1992. I was three years old. So... (laughs) Yeah, Matt, if you didn't watch it under the age of 10, you're probably not going to enjoy it. (laughs) So this one's not like uh, Top Gun or or whatever, although that one really didn't hold up either. I mean, dude, there was Mighty Ducks 1 and 2 were really good. There was nothing better than knuckle puck time. Coach Bombay. Nobody stopped a knuckle puck. Anyways. I don't remember the movie that well. (laughs) (laughs) I probably watched it 300 times. I was going to say, when's the last time y'all actually sat down and watched it? I mean, probably, uh, probably d- last year. <laughs> I watched it with the boys. <laughs> well, that's good. My kids aren't old enough for like live action stuff yet, so they haven't got into that sort of stuff yet. Yeah, about a year ago, year or two ago, my kids started getting into it with like Home Alone. So then we watched Richie Rich, and then I pulled up Mighty Ducks okay. and stuff like that. So we okay. kind of went, or the uh, the Little Giants. We kind of went on this like that is true. You kind of get uh, to go back in when when you have kids to get to the movie age, you can. Mm-hmm. Revisit, yeah, that and that's show. what's good about Disney Plus. Like they're all available on there, so that was really cool. Yeah, but, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Once Harper gets that, age. all right. So um, Subway, y'all know about what's going on with Subway? What's going on with Subway? Uh, so, they make sandwiches. This is the tuna thing. Yeah, they're facing claims that their tuna sandwiches don't actually contain any tuna. There's two people that are suing them right now, saying there is no tuna in their concoction. Subway is denying those claims. Says there is. This is like the Taco Bell meat thing all over yeah. again. It is. And then uh, Jessica Simpsons came out and said, it's okay, Subway. I know it's really confusing. What? what? <laughs> her chicken of the sea. What? Yeah. But Jessica Simpson on her really show, chicken? she was eating a bowl of tuna and she looks at Nick Lachey and she was like, am I, what am I eating? Am I eating chicken or am I eating tuna? And he looked at her like she was stupid. And she was like, well, oh. it says chicken by the sea. <laughs> Chicken of the sea. And he was like, no, it's mm. chicken of the sea. So you're oh. eating tuna. So anyway, so she came out <laughs> of the woodwork that. and said that to Subway. And so, yeah, that's the debacle we're in right now. Is it tuna or is it not? Well, good for her for uh, having a little sport. But uh, Do you guys ever eat tuna at Subway, though? Like, who orders tuna there? No. Okay, well, what tu- ah, what? I try my best not to go to Subway anyway. What two yeah. jabronis are, are literally going, oh, this isn't tuna. I just know this isn't tuna. I mean, how, how do they freaking know? I know. Like, they take it to a laboratory. You put a little fish sauce in they that did. thing? They did. They did. I did some yeah. recon on this when oh, I was they reading. Did? They took it. And, yeah, they took it to laboratories and had them, like, do the genetic makeup of what actual protein was in that. And they said it was, like, different. It was fish, but it wasn't tuna. So, back in the day when... Really? They're probably, just, when they're probably some, just catching all sort of crap and throwing it into the grinder and saying, whatever. Chocolate tuna in there. And lips. <laughs> well, that's like imitation crab meat is really, what is it, just cod? Yeah, I think Something so. Like that. I don't. Know. But it has to be labeled as imitation crab it does. meat. They're not telling you you're buying crab and it's not crab. <laughs> the tuna fish sub. Yeah. Now back in the day, when, imitation like, tuna fish sub. <laughs> <laughs> imitation tuna salad. <laughs> That's so nasty. They would never sell any yeah. of it. No, when Jared was really popular before he became a pedophile and all that. Um, Is he part of your grill and pedo squad? <laughs> Yeah, he's the, he's the Thankfully president. not. Thankfully not. But I used to eat Subway all the time then because, you know, it was really pumped by the Biggest Loser show and stuff like that. I have tried their tuna fish uh, or their tuna salad sub, and Dude, it's really good. Their bread is horrible for you. It's made up of a crap load of sugar. Like, yeah. I think it's, 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 they were saying, okay, so over in Ireland or Scotland or, or somewhere over there, 
um, they have like a bread tax or like you get a break where you don't get taxed on bread or something like that. And mm-hmm. they wouldn't let, they, they don't consider Subway, and I'll have to look this up. They don't consider Subway to be real bread because it's made up of too much sugar uh, hmm. to legally go under they, their, uh, they, it's a it's lot, like, it's a lot of sugar in their bread. It's like American cheese. It's, it, it's a bread product. It's not actually bread. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Imita- imitation cheese bread. Product. It's a stupid amount of sugar. Tuna. It's a stupid amount of sugar, but well, let's go ahead and take a break. And on the other side, we're going to jump back into Matt's Dram January. And what the fuck else were we going to talk about? I'm sorry. Uh, the Peloton, Peloton update. Okay. Pelotons. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take... <laughs> Stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> you should keep that one. No, I think you should keep that one. What song? We're supposed to be talking about... <laughs> what the croissant are we talking about today, guys? I don't even know. I just showed up. Put the microphone in my mouth. I just got a break. Screw you guys. Okay, we're back from the break. I have my shit together. I know what we're talking about now. And uh, But while we were on break, I did look up the Subway thing. And wasn't as much as I thought, but it still is a lot. But Subway bread is, they said like um, that technically bread should, should not consist of more than 2% of it. It's all of its ingredients be sugar. And Subway's mm-hmm. is 10% or more. Wow. Um, That's a lot weird. of sugar. Mm-hmm. Surprised it doesn't taste sweet with that much sugar in it. Well, eat some real ass bread and then eat that instead. Compare the two. Yeah, yeah, and well, side by side. White breads are known to have a lot of sugar in them, and so I, I try to stay away from them. Just like in generally speaking, but yeah, I, that's a lot. I get the Italian oven cheese whenever I go to Subway. Parmesan oregano. Mm. Oh, they're Wait, those are two of my favorites. Yeah. When's the last time you guys <laughs> been to Subway? It's probably been like four or five years for me. Oh, when we um, me and my brother, he he loves going to Subway, so it's probably been. I'd say three weeks ago, like we go during okay. for lunch at work and stuff and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So Julie, one of her favorite things is uh, like a cold cut sandwich and she couldn't mm. eat deli meat the whole time she was pregnant. So that was the first thing she wanted. Yes. It was like we had Harper and the, and the next meal was our parents were dropping Subway off at the hospital Hell for yeah. us. Processed <laughs> meat, baby. Let's go. I mean, it yeah. is good. But when you go in there, your clothes always stink like the bread every time when you leave. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't like the I smell think- of myself. I think when we were in the hospital having uh, one of ours, uh, someone brought Ty um, a pub sub because she couldn't have cold cuts either while she was, uh, mm-hmm. she was pregnant. It's a pub sub? Public sub. Oh. You guys aren't from Florida, so you don't understand. We're not down to lingo. Yeah. We have Publix deal. here. Publix yeah. subs are delicious. Speak- in Florida, it's a, it, it's a BFD. It's a big fucking deal. Oh. <laughs> a BFD, pub sub. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of stink or whatever, uh, <laughs> My kid come and crawled to bed this morning and I tried to like give me some snuggles. He goes, you need to use a different soap. He did. And I go, what? He goes, next time you shower, use better soap. And I'm like, I showered last night. What's the problem? Is they use the same old spice, same thing I always use. And he's like, your shirt stinks. And I go, well, take that up with your mom. She's the one washing the shit. Excuse me? <laughs> so... Anyway, I thought this, there, we don't see gender. I, I wrote I uh, my freaking uh, Peloton last night and uh, did my little workout and then freaking put on, a, I took a shower, put on a fresh shirt and whatnot. And uh, I don't know. Well, I have successfully, huh. I have, I have done 10 rides on my Peloton. Yeah. Have, my, you, my have you rode every day since we last? Every single day, except for yesterday. Okay. Yep. Good. That's awesome. Yep. Joel? I have. I had a seven day streak going and then um, we went on a date night. I got home from work, went on a date night, 
Has food, has some drinks. That was the, that was the gas. That was when day. he was like in pain from the greens. So I didn't get. I, ah. I, I, I am seven of eight. Well, I'm seeing seven or eight of nine now um, mm-hmm. on the Peloton. So, and I don't so, plan so, on riding it every single day. Like I want to at least have a break every once in a while. A rest day is yeah. good. Yeah. Does that mean you owe Swiss at this point? Nope. Swiss is, is he, uh, which is, he may have lost. He may have missed a few days. If since. we're being truthful to each other, which we were keeping up, I'm showing him my stuff. He, he's, he's telling me what he's doing. Cause he says, so for those of who don't know, um, my buddy, uh, Chris goes by cooking, cooking with Swiss, uh, badass dude. Awesome cook. He, uh, we got a little bet going and, uh, whoever works out the most in, 30 days, you know, we're doing 20 minutes a day. And if you, it gets a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon or whiskey of their choice. Um, but he told me that he is, he's missed two days. I've missed one. So now I'm on, I'm on my toe. Yeah. So it's getting a little spicy. Oh no. Like 11 o'clock last, I didn't know he had, ri- he had written it. And so 11 o'clock last night, I came into the office and I said, did you ride your bike today? <laughs> Cause I'm like, it's either going to cost us a hundred dollars yeah, or we get a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. Dude, if it wasn't and for I this, say we, cause it, yeah. you know, I'll be drinking some of it. <laughs> if it wasn't for up there and ride it. this little bet between us, I would have missed more days. I know I would have. Hell, yeah. fire. I got on the Peloton the other night and, you know, we belonged to that little, the, the Pelo grilling group. <laughs> Pelo. Pelo, not Pedo. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we Sorry, get guys. on there and uh, I get on there and I'm like, oh my God, somebody from the group's on. And yeah, because you use the hashtag in your profile. So if anybody in your hashtag in your group is working out, it'll say so-and-so's taking this class, you can join it. So I, I'm like, sweet, mm-hmm. I get to ride with somebody finally. So I jumped on, huge mistake. Was not ready. I didn't, I didn't look what class it was or anything. It was a 30 minute class. Whooped my ass. But that's I've been, good. That's for growth. No, I, I wanted it to die. If that person, if Joe <laughs> wasn't in the group, I would have got off the freaking bike. Was it Joe or was it Monty? <sighs> I'm freaking, I can't remember. I thought it was Monty. I might be wrong. Anyway, it, but, um, so where did you finish on the leaderboard at the end? Oh, what, like I, it, there was no, it, it was bottom of the barrel. Okay. <laughs> bottom of the you barrel. 7,800. The no, these beginner classes, I've been like, Big dick in there, okay? Like, I'm crushing people. I'm getting one, number one or number two every single time because I'm going, like, five, like at the top of the resistance and cadence or going above by, like, five or more or in 10 on the cadence. So I'm, like, crushing all the beginners. Like, yeah, eat my dick, you know, whatever. And uh, <laughs> I go in this class, man, and I'm, like... I'm struggling to get the minimum cadence and I am struggling to keep up with the minimum on the resistance, screaming, sweat dripping off my body, just straight up wanting to vomit. And, and to boot, I needed to crap so bad during this (laughs) and I'm locked into these pedals, but I needed to crap like 15 minutes in and I still had to struggle through it. I didn't want to get off. For the record, that was the day you did not have greens. I don't believe it. Yeah, he was. It was Thursday. Yes, well, my body was trying to, to attack me again. I had to work, and so I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, but I actually, I so they do weekly, uh, weekly, weekly rides. Like so, the group rides on Wednesdays and Sundays. And I joined the one on Wednesday, and it's kind of cool because you can look at the everybody in your class what you're ranking or just your hashtag. <coughs> and of course, I was riding with like four or five dudes, and I was way at the bottom. I mean, they were. Just completely, but I'm still new to this, you know? So, um, so out of like 14,000 people that were riding, I think I was like 11,000th place. So <laughs> I was like, well, I'm in the like 75% did better than me, but 
<laughs> I'm above 25%. So, but just being able to hang, you know, being in there with the group, it pushed me that 30 minute workout. It was fun. I mean, I liked it. Good music. It was a post Malone ride. So it was like all post Malone music. Account- accountability is a, definitely a huge motivator. And I think that's, what's going to be beautiful. Like you said, you know, it really kicked your butt doing that ride. Um, you're going to, like like Will said, you're going to see that progress get made. And that's what's really going to feel good. Like the other day I did a ride and I got off and I told Joel, I said, this is the first ride where I felt strong. Like I felt like I was able to conquer it. it was It wasn't kicking my butt. So I'm already seeing progress. Yeah. Well, well, let's move on away from all this and let's end on uh, the, all the all the ketchup stuff on a tasty note. And um, Matt, Dram January, bro. Yep, yep, Dude, yep. So date in the podcast but today when we're recording this is actually the last day of dram january so i know we talked uh several weeks ago about how i had planned out all these pours for the whole month and i had like a spreadsheet and everything so my uh plan was to slowly increase from zero percent uh rye in the mash bill all the way up to ending on 100 percent rye in the mash bill nice and somewhere along the way i accidentally skipped a bourbon which was old ezra barrel proof like i skipped that midway through and didn't realize it until last night so i just i uh snuck a peg leg porker in at the last minute just to because <laughs> i need a filler day so today i'm actually finishing on new riff rye which is like 95 percent uh rye and then five percent malted rye or something like that there's no corn in the mash bill at all so i'm looking forward to trying it i actually haven't even popped the bottle yet how are you are now all are all the mash bills on the bottles or are you like looking them up online no you kind of have to like especially buffalo trace keeps their mash bills secret but Mm -hmm. you can find where people have gotten pretty close like it's a little bit speculative but you can you can get pretty close at least for the purposes of what i was doing it was close enough I have an extreme amount of guilt that I live with daily for not continuing with my posts. <laughs> this that passed like the first week. <laughs> no, I we, think we, I got we, to day of 10 or no, 11. We got to day, I think 15 is where we got. And it's like once your car gets dirty, you know, it just, you can keep it dirty and you don't <laughs> post it. It, it was going to take a tremendous like, I've amount I've already of, missed some days, so I might as well just keep missing days. Yeah, it's going to take, it's going to, it's going to hurt my, my heart to come back and be like, yeah, 14. I sucked. 14 days we got. We got 14 days. Like, yeah, I sucked. I dropped the ball and here I am. But I think I'm going to make a post today. We're doing it. I'm going to close it for the final day. Or we're going to know. You know, we, we did it wrong. We went, we went crazy and I knew we were doing it. Like I was making a graphic with your tasting notes and I was making a graphic of what we were drinking and then like taking the photos. Yeah. If we were just taking the picture and posting it to our stories, I was relying on her to do this. Yeah. And it was taking me like 30 (laughs) to 45 minutes every night. I'll sit down. All right. All right. Go ahead and give me your tasting notes so I can make these graphics and stuff like that. So we're here like type, type this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I knew I was going to fizzle out. I didn't have it in me. I dropped the ball. I apologize. I feel like such a loser, but I apologize. I love everybody in that group. Um, I'm making it. I'm going to make a post. Yeah. uh, um, Eric Bourne from Just Born Cooking messaged me. He goes, bro, what happened to your dram January? (laughs) (laughs) He called you out on it. He did. Listen, if we can't keep up with 30 days of solid bourbon drinking, how are we going to keep up with with what Jeremy did? I still drank bourbon for 30 damn days. I just didn't type about it. I know. But like what Jeremy did, like I... I have, it's inspiring. I really do appreciate, like, that's a lot of work. I know that that took a lot of, like, what is, what is the words for it? I don't know. A lot of discipline. A lot of discipline. Because I can't even post about 30 days of 
bourbon. Mm, How hard is that? Uh, Well, before we move on on all this, like uh, to to kind of bring these things all together, uh, Matt, I feel like you missed out on carnivore this month and I missed out on whiskey this month. So I'm thinking next January, we do the Ron Swanson diet all month. We have uh, steak, whiskey and breakfast foods, and that's all we're allowed to have all month long. Awesome. Um, And I think we could we could definitely get in on that. What's I want all the eggs you have. Isn't that what he says? (laughs) I I, I think you may have misheard me. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I said not some, but all. Oh, yes. Let's plan it in advance, and yeah, we'll we'll, we'll come up with something, and, and I will bring it a little Swanson bit better than diet. we did. Let's do it in March. I like it. Let's do it in March. <laughs> Only eggs and meat. Yeah, let's do it in March. I think uh, I think January is a great month to do challenges in because there's no major holidays and stuff like March, like St. Patty's Day. Like you want to have a few beers, you want to have some Irish food. Like yeah. th- there's like a holiday every month of the year, but January there's like nothing. It's a Man, great month for March challenges. Yeah, and like February is always hard for us because you've got like the Super Bowl, and we've got our son's birthday, and then there's Valentine's Day, and then there's my birthday, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's all, and then, you know, like a lot of family members' birthdays. So there's like a lot of celebrations and going out to eat and going over. And it's just, you know, you you could do it. We could be disciplined and not do it. But like, it's a month that we love. Like we have such Mm -hmm. good times and family times. And and me personally, I don't like to sacrifice that. Well, all right, well, let's take a break. And then on the other side, we're actually going to talk about some Super Bowl stuff. So don't leave. Stick around. We're really going to get into it. So we'll see you guys on the other side. What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo, you pick up the phone. Hello? What's that? What's up? Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie. Yo. What's that? What's that? No wonder Colts fans are frowning outside, frowning outside, frowning outside. y'all back he in the- is back <laughs> he's back normally i would be really pissed off about it because over the years as a new york giants fan i have always hated the patriots always hated them bill belichick they're they always dominate and of course i've always wanted to love tom brady because like he is a talented guy and he's humble and he's great but i've always hated him because he had that patriots jersey on and i've come to realize now that he's with the bucks and he has brought them to the super bowl that I love the guy. Dude, Tom Mother Cassant Brady. That's right. Tom Brady. <laughs> so I think it was just the, the stigma behind the Patriots and everything. So now I'm like, I, I'm I'm rooting for him. I mean, he's 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 the greatest. He's awesome. He is straight up. Yeah, I, I can like him. Well, well, he, well, it's it's good that you can finally admit that he is the greatest quarterback of all time. I know. Even I over know. our beloved Peyton, Peyton Manning. Well, that's like a New York Yankees fan saying they like love the the Boston Red Sox pitcher. Like you just can't say it when they've got that jersey on. You just can't say it. But now that he is with the Tampa Bay Bucks, I'm excited about it. Um, underdog, him and. Gronk. I mean, I know this, that with them at the leadership, 
they've been able to take them from the bottom. Now they hear. Yeah, shoot. This girl actually was rooting for Tom, mother croissanting Brady. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jeremy, you're from Florida. Um, I mean, I know that you're not a huge yeah. sports fan or anything, sports, sports but like, ball. how close were you to Tampa? And, you know, yes, with the Bucks, did everybody in your area love them or were they more Jacksonville fans? Oh, no, we're, we're very, very close to Tampa. Um, an hour away is where I grew up. So, uh, yeah, NFL team was the Bucks. Um, a lot of people I knew had season tickets, so it was usually pretty easy on, like, a, a random game to grab some tickets and stuff and uh, and shoot down there and see a game, drink a few beers, then drink some more beers, and then, you know, drink some more beers, and good time, so, you know? So, so let, you went there for the drinking. The more, yeah, more about the drinking. Like, I don't care about, like, going to see sports events at all, but, like or like watch them on TV. I mean, but like to go to a live sporting event is a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, yeah. the, the stadium food, the yeah. beers, the people, the stuff. I mean, like that's a lot of fun. So I, I'm always down for that, but uh, actually caring about the teams and then the guys with the numbers on their backs and stuff. I mean, you know, whatever <laughs> those guys, <laughs> those guys, Cl- I don't even know what they're doing. Clutching your beer between your knees while you're trying to eat a sloppy hot dog on your lap. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I am a huge NFL fan and I have never been to one of the to any NFL game it is a bucket list item for me I I have to go to one yeah we got to go see the tits sometime (sighs) soon or something like that Tennessee tits what the Vols volunteers Titans are the tits the tits that's their nickname oh that's cool the Titans huh is this for real? Yeah. We call them. We, 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 say call, the tits. we call them the tits. It's only a nickname from between you guys then, right? No, I don't think so. It's the Tennessee tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's hilarious. Uh, you guys should go down to a Falcons game. That's where I we want to go. I, they have yeah. that new, uh, that new stadium, Mercedes Benz. It's we've yeah. seen concerts in there before, back in the before times. Yeah, but they it's suck. super nice. Isn't that, it's a dome, right? Yes. See, yes. and that, that for me is, I've, um, cold natured. So like having a climate controlled uh, NFL experience for me would be amazing. Like we're I just going to have to get you like the freaking Christmas story kid and, you know, waddle your ass up there to Nashville and, and go <laughs> to I want to go to an NFL yeah. game so bad. Like I've got to make or it just, happen. Or, or just go see a game in Florida. Cause it's always hot and swamp like down there. Yeah. That's right. Well, let's so on the flip more. side, you know, we've got Brady with the Tampa Bay bucks going up um, against Patrick Mahomes with Kansas city chiefs, um, Kansas city, the past few, I mean, aside from last year winning the Super Bowl, um, you know, years before that, they were on the bottom. Like, they were not yeah. they were not very good. So to see this young guy, you know, he's very reminiscent of a Peyton Manning and a, and a Tom Brady. To see him, you know, take the team um, and do so well, I think it's awesome. You know, I'm sure everybody's seen it floating around there, but Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten when Tom Brady was playing his rookie year. So we're going to see, you know, Baby Brady versus old Brady kind of going head to head. That's going to be kind of I cool. I bet Patrick Mahomes doesn't watch Mighty Ducks either. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> but, but you he's know probably that? younger than me. Yeah, who's oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, who's that? Yeah, I was playing Fortnite the other day. I, I'll like, go to <laughs> rabbit hole. I was playing Fortnite the other day, and they've got new Terminator skins out. So I got a uh, a Sarah Connor skin and then a Terminator. And like these kids on there were like, what's the Terminator? Matt, tell me which seen. which Terminator did you get? Like the T eight hundred or yeah, which one? The T eight hundred. I am familiar with those. I actually went back and rewatched all those not too long ago. Nice. So Terminator. Terminator's good. Terminator one and two are good, and then the rest suck. Yeah, Terminator two. They're coming out with a new Terminator. Patrick Mahomes, born in nineteen ninety five. Oh my if, god! If you need to feel old, Jeez. can so, he man. even legally drink? Like <laughs> he's twenty. He's twenty five years old. Okay, I was in sixth grade when he was born. I guess. 
Sixth or seventh grade, yeah. Yeah, but what's cool about this Super Bowl is, you know, you've got two quarterbacks from the previous two years, uh, Super Bowl champs, going head-to-head. So I don't think that's ever been done before. Um, Also, Tom Brady, he's the first quarterback that is playing in a, or starting in a Super Bowl in three different decades. So the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. He's a first for that. Tom Brady. Isn't this the first time that uh, a team playing in the Super Bowl is playing like in their home stadium yep. or something? Yes. The oh, Bucks. I didn't know that. The Bucks. It's the first yeah, time because the Bucks. Yeah, it was always going to be at Tampa, and then the Bucks got into it. So it's um it's actually Brady's tenth Super Bowl appearance. Um, so it's the most of any quarterback in NFL history. Um, and he's the second quarterback to win two Super Bowl championships with two different teams. If he wins. If he wins. If he wins. It's also the first time the Bucks have been to the Super been back to the Super Bowl since that asshole John Gruden won it back in the freaking day. But let me ask- I I remember that. I was in grade school when that happened and that was like big shit. John Gruden can eat a dick. So if he wins, he'll be the second quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. Who is the who's the other guy? Say again. What? Who's the other quarterback that has won a Super Bowl with two different teams? Peyton Manning, bro. Joe, Joe Montana. <laughs> yeah. Joe Banana. He's never. No. Peyton Joe Manning. Banana? It's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. It is Peyton Manning. Um, the Colts and the Broncos. So, um, Super Bowl coming up. Uh, do you know who the halftime show is going to be? I don't want to know. I have no, no. idea. Who is so it? Who is it's, it? It's going to be The Weeknd, which we oh. like his music. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Have you seen his face? That was it's a, it's not real. Okay, that was a ploy. Not, yeah, it was it's a, fake. A stick? Oh my yep. god, dude! He looked like what? he took a gallon of Botox like, and shot it in his lips and cheeks. Yeah, he oh. looked like he they he came out for a performance. I think it was at the A. I don't remember one of those one of those award shows. He came out and he looked like he was like pumped full of like Botox and stuff. But it was a ploy for some okay. album or music. That I mean, he out. has that song called "Can't Feel My Face," right? Yeah, that's so. right. They would go hand in <laughs> hand. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> so Super Bowl is known. They don't pay their performers. So when they come on, yeah. it's more like uh, advertising for them because they tenfold will get back the money there. Um, but usually, the Super Bowl will cover the costs of this of the halftime show for whoever is um performing but the weekend is spending seven million dollars of his own for this performance because evidently he wants to make a cinematic performance for those that are going to be at home oh my god so they said expect this gonna be a janet jackson thing again we're gonna see some more titty Ooh, we're gonna see some some mushrooms (laughs) 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 wasn't it katie perry a couple years ago that had the shark costumes Yes. And the left shark was the big meme yeah. for a while. Yeah. So last year it was uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, which I really enjoyed. That was good. Shakira got after it. Yeah. Mm, that girl. Yeah. Damn, girl, my girl. Yeah. She's, she's gorgeous and she's talented, beautiful singer. Um, so we got the weekend. He's spending his own money. I'm looking forward to seeing the performance. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see old versus new. You know the the goat versus the the, the up and coming goat. Um, it's going to be a good. I think it's going to be a, a gunslinger, man. I, I really. I wanted to see the Bills get in. Yeah, that would have been um, nice. You know, I remember when I was in fourth grade um, when the it was the Dallas Cowboys and the Bills. Those were the two hot teams in NFL, and the Bills went to the Super Bowl four years in a row, four straight years, and didn't win a damn one of them. And so I, they haven't been back since. So I, I, I kind of wanted to see them go and, and do that. But I think this is kind of poetic because, you know, who, who knows if Tom Brady will be back or not. So, Jeremy, 
are you, do you guys usually watch it? Do you guys put it on, watch commercials, watch the halftime show, just kind of get in on it, make foods, do anything special? Um, if we remember that it's on, we'll throw it on. Like, I just don't care at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean like watching the halftime show and commercials and stuff like that. Like, sure. But you know, I'm not like, dude, have y'all- we don't, we don't, we don't normally do it like anything crazy. Have y'all noticed that the commercials have been over the past, like two or three Super Bowls, at least that I can remember. have just been like garbage. They're all like, yeah, gone downhill. Every Super Bowl commercial should be obnoxious and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Nothing serious. Yeah. I don't want this like, you know, like, Nothing political. Just give me goofy ass things. One of my favorite ones of all time uh, was back when I was younger, a kid living at home, and it was a car commercial about how agile this freaking BMW or Mercedes was or something, and these pigeons were in a war room, and this general pigeon was talking, (laughs) hyping up all the other pigeons, and they went out the top gun, and they're shooting shit at the damn, like trying to poop on the damn car. It's like machine gun fire, and they're like trying to lock in and stuff, and this car's dodging them and stuff. Ah! Classic. Cla- classic Super Bowl commercial. We we say this and like I don't think I actually watched the Super Bowl last year. I looked up like the commercial highlights the next day and they were all like kind of yeah. meh. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> didn't miss anything. Well, this year and I they Budweiser, like you know how they do like their <clears throat> Clydesdale oh, one yeah. and like Anheuser Busch, stuff like that. Budweiser, Pepsi, um, I think Monster, a couple of these I might not, it might not be monster, but companies like that, um, are withdrawing. They are not investing in uh super bowl advertisements this year and instead taking that money and they're, uh, donating it to the COVID-19 vaccine or COVID-19 awesome. research. Um, they are going to have like the Michelob ultra bud light. They are different variations, but they're not going to do that. They're classic, you know, Budweiser ones and like, and like Pepsi and stuff. So a lot of them are withdrawing that and, um, Hopefully we they have some still, good content. They could post them online and like if they wanted to make it, they could post it online and yeah. it would probably get almost as many eyes on it, you know? Yeah. It makes me worried though, like not losing sleep over it or anything, but like the NFL, you know, we have decreased ticket sales, um, you know, are in maybe these big, big boys pulling out their advertising money. Like, is that really going to hurt the NFL? NFL is going to be fine. That is a extremely rich, extremely lucrative company. But they've lost billions not having people in their seats, buying their $10 hot dogs, $12 beers, stuff like that. Look, the vaccine's it's, it's getting plugged in, everybody. We'll be all right. They'll make it another year. No, it's not a big deal. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of uh, major sports have uh, have become very political during the last yeah. year also, which I think has really hurt a lot of their, uh, their sales and stuff. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR, um, basketball, yeah, and yeah, football, yeah, to get, you know, yeah. not to get political on it one way or the other, but, you know, that is a contributing factor. I don't like that either. Either way, either way you go, I don't want to see politics in my sports. That's no. where I'm coming to watch sports and get away from every day. I don't want to see that thrown in my face like it is. Yeah. Um, it, it makes, it just, you know, if you don't agree with the stance that they stand in, it just kind of gives you a bad taste in your mouth. And I just don't want to leave that out of it. Let's leave that out of it. Let's enjoy sports and get the stressful stuff out of it. Yeah. The, sports have always been something that people could come together over. Yeah. There's no point in yes. dividing people. So Matt, now what about you guys? Do you guys like kind of make a day of it, make some fun snacks or anything like that? Uh, yeah, we usually make some snacks and I guess we'll be talking about those here in a little bit. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and then we watch for the commercials, watch for the halftime show. It usually, we don't watch NFL enough through the year. Like we'll watch some Falcons games, but we're not watching to know like all the players and really getting invested in those stories. You know what I mean? And that to me is what makes it fun. So yeah. we'll watch, but uh, I'm not 
Honestly, I couldn't even tell you when it's going to air at this point. So Julie is usually the one pushing for that stuff. Yeah. Like for me being a huge fan, you know, I watch every week, like I'm lost on Sundays or Mondays and Thursdays when there's no games on. Uh, I Mm -hmm. know the players, I play fantasy football. Like, so to me, like the Super Bowl is almost like Christmas for me. Like I get, throw my jerseys on and I want to have all the snacks and it'd be fun. And she gets mad at me if I don't wear my damn jersey. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we always make like fun foods and stuff like that. And you know, we'll be talking about that. We we this, concocted up some special things. Yeah, we got some fun things we'll be talking about on on our next segment or whatnot. But um, I'm telling you, man, this chick right here, from the moment I met her, I liked the NFL. It was you know pretty good. I was more of a college guy, but she was die hard she turned me into a a hardcore nfl fan so anyways why don't we take a break we went over the facts now let's get into snacks on the flip side when you're up there remember you're not just birds you're pigeons Sky Rat, this is Dirty Bird. Do you read me? Dirty Bird, this here Sky Rat. I copy. I've spotted a gold mine with a freshly washed beauty. Roger, Dirty Bird. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. All right, Sky Rat, make it messy. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. So, uh, like Joel said, we're going to be talking about some snacks around the big game. I don't know snacks. if we're legally allowed to say Super Bowl, but I think we have we've been say saying game, Super Bowl. Yeah. So, no. uh, you, you know what we're talking about. So, uh, I thought it was cool. I don't know if you guys listening, depending on how long you've been around, we actually covered this same topic last year in anticipation of the Super Bowl. And so the snack that I'm going to be talking about today is a combination of what I did last year and what Jeremy did last year. So last year's snack was, for me, it was a pizza egg roll, which was like mozzarella, pepperoni, wrapped up in a egg roll wrapper, deep fried, and then dipped in a marinara sauce. And Jeremy's was some cheese steak sliders uh, where you use like ribeye slice it down peppers and onions put it on some hawaiian rolls uh with with some cheese so this mm-hmm. year my snack was uh cheesesteak egg rolls and they were awesome uh, they turned out really good so i actually did just like what you did jeremy last year stuck the ribeye in the freezer for a few minutes so that it firmed up so that i could actually slice it thin uh tossed it into a skillet with some butter and magnum and then sliced up some peppers and onions and put those in to soften as well. Pulled all that out and put it in a bowl and let it sort of like come down to room temp so that I could take some provolone, chop that up and mix it into it. So it was almost like the consistency of a slaw mixture at that point, but it was all the ingredients for a cheesesteak. And I wanted to do that so that the provolone didn't melt into just like a gross glob before I had a chance to put it all into the the egg roll wrappers. So then I put it in the egg roll wrapper, stuffed it just like you normally would, deep fried it uh, until they were golden brown and floating, cut them on a diagonal. And the thing that was like really the piece de resistance was I... uh, made a homemade whiz dipping sauce so i'm not going to go through like (laughs) all the steps here but uh cheddar and provolone mix with some spices uh evaporated milk cream cheese super easy we'll get the the recipes for all these posted on the trp page i assume at some point this week so go check it out but yeah it was it was good uh just that you've got all the flavors of a cheesesteak but it's not nearly as messy and you've got 
you know, a big thing in Philly, I guess, is do you want Wiz or provolone? And this is a good way to combine both. You've got the provolone in the wrapper. You've got the Wiz as the dipping sauce. So See, it turned out great. Dude, until last year when you guys told me that there's a, a thing of such as homemade Wiz, um, mm-hmm. like I thought that was like when you also like a traditional Philly up gets cheese whiz on them. I'm like, that's freaking gross. You know, they're like, you know, out of the damn can. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that stemmed from a legit, you know, homemade cheese recipe. I'd love to try. Well, cheese whiz actually comes in a jar. Well, no, they get the cheese whiz you spray out. That's canned cheese whiz. Spray cheese. That's, a, that's easy squeeze. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Can o cheese. Yeah. I thought you were whizzing the no, cheese. No, cheese whiz <laughs> comes in a, in a glass jar. Damn it. Yeah. It's kind of like nacho cheese consistency. Thicker. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that's big in Philly is peppers and onions or no peppers and onions, right? And I think that like an authentic cheesesteak, I've never been, but people seem to be passionate about this online at least. It's like uh, just like steak and cheese whiz, right? That's all that's on the sandwich. Yeah. Do you guys know? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just agreeing with you. It just seems so boring. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I that's what the that traditional. That great. Yeah. I mean, like one of my favorite. Uh, See, he doesn't eat any greens. You won't eat the peppers on there or the onions. I'll eat the peppers. You want some meat and the cheese. But it sounds good. I make meat and cheese quesadillas. I make, uh, you know, freaking steak sandwiches, which is like, you know, grilled cheese, but I stuff it with steak. That's meat, cheese, and bread. I mean, come on. Delicious. Do you guys like mushrooms on your cheesesteak too? Mm-hmm. I love mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Yeah, I do. I like yeah. them. Julie won't eat them. So since this was yeah. just like the filling and it was going across, you know, enough for both of us, I yeah. left them mm-hmm. out. But if I was yeah. making them just for me, I would, I would for sure do it. I'm most them. interested in that cheese sauce. Did you, did you use like shredded? Did you shred it to melt it down or did you use, what did you use? Velveeta. So I, no, no, <laughs> I actually, I found Velveeta and American mixed together. <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't be too bad, I mean, if we're being <laughs> yeah. honest. No, I found a cool, this uh, website called What Lena Did. So credit where credit's due. It's whatlenadid.com. She has a great recipe for homemade cheese whiz. It's evaporated milk, cream cheese, corn flour, dry mustard, kosher salt, a pinch of sugar, garlic powder. And then she says 16 ounces of cheddar or provolone sliced. I ended up doing eight ounces each. And you get just like the the sandwich slices and chop it oh. up so that it's easier to melt. Oh, yeah. So it's thinner. Yeah. Yeah. And it came together really nice. A lot of times when you're using cheese like that in a sauce, it gets kind of gritty. Yeah. Uh, this was not this was not gritty, though. It was just it smooth, smooth, creamy. You guys will be able to see in the pictures. So, yeah, it was really good. I want to make that cheese Dude, sauce. I love egg rolls. I love that consistency. Mm-hmm. And when I saw those, <laughs> I was drooling, man. It looked so stinking good. But yeah. So, what would you guys make? Well, I want to segue into what, because mine kind of mirrors yours a little bit. Um mm-hmm. So a family friend of ours years ago, uh, she, we were, we were all at a, like a little party. Uh, we call her, her name's Valerie, but we always called her aunt Valerie cause I've known her since I was a little kid. She made these little egg, egg roll, little wonton wrappers. And she took a stick of mozzarella, like, you know, probably what, what do you think? Half inch. So we usually get a like a, and laid it a in there. block of mozzarella to cut it into like a stick, but you could use a mozzarella stick, like a cheese, uh, like a string cheese. No, 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 no. Really? That, that thing, the consistency of it. Use it yeah. Really? I mean, well, it just melts the same. I like using the block because I, th- I feel like it's a better consistency, but take that and then put banana ring, cut up banana peppers and slide those over the stick of the mozzarella. 
lay it in the um, uh, the wonton wrap, wrap it up like you would like an egg roll, and mm-hmm. then just fry it to a golden brown, dude. And it is so good. And you can do all kinds of variations of it, you know, inside that wonton wrap. Just like his Philly ones. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's it's wrapped up like a like a stick. And, uh, you know, or you can slice it. And we pre- always serve them up. in logs. Yeah. We can slice it pretty like you did or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but well, I mean, let's the, let's the excess grease sort of drain out of it too. So it's good, good to slice them. I think, you know, you don't get a pocket. Yeah. But no. yeah. And to, to Stacy's defense there, I think a lot of times when you get mozzarella sticks, it's, uh, what they call low moisture, whole milk mozzarella. And I don't know about you guys I actually have a hard time finding, whole milk mozzarella in a block it's usually two percent and that whole milk mozzarella is really what melts better so Mm -hmm. uh the Ah. the mozzarella sticks are are probably going to be better for that than the blocks well kudos to you which we have made them with those before just saying yep oh then i didn't know (laughs) 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 i'm not gonna argue i've done enough of that i mean that That, sit that, here. that that may hey, you sit there and shut your woman, shut, shut your woman mouth. I am. All right, but um, also outside of that, that we make this marinara, and uh, we take what are the name of those tomatoes we use? San Marzano. San Marzano. Ma- we came up with this recipe on our own. Do I need to spell this one? <laughs> Joel, Joel, yeah. How do you spell that? I'm not doing it. <laughs> but you take those, blend them up, add a uh, teaspoon of Magnum into it, and you know just. Right? Teaspoon? I'm looking at Stacey. One tablespoon. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> tablespoon of Magnum into those. And fresh basil. Fresh. <laughs> a chiffonade. Basil chiffonade, right? We oh, talked about this I'm last year. here, guys. Shut yeah. up, Jeremy. Um, you can tell I really make this a lot. But it goes with. I just want to say thank you, Stacey, for that recipe. It goes with my. Uh, <laughs> or Matt. My little recipe here or whatnot, but dip those in that marinara that I did not come up with and apparently don't know how to make. And, uh. It's fantastic. So good. Delicious. It's like, it's like crack. It's Matt's recipe from last Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't remember how to make the Stacey. That I, ha- I have not made since then. So I'm glad to hear that you guys are getting some use out of it. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's a really great low carb way. If you know, if you're doing low carb keto or whatever, a great marinara sauce, if you want to do, you know, spaghetti squash or whatever, just that can blend it up. Tablespoon of Magnum and some basil. Heat yeah. it up on the on the stove. San Marzano's. I'm not even a tomato person, but those are so good because they're picked at peak, peak ripeness and then you know canned almost immediately. They just they have a, a sweetness. They yeah. hit just a little bit different than a regular tomato. Like mm-hmm. they're really good. You can almost just eat them right out of the can. Yeah, they're really good. That's what I like to buy. Yeah. Jeremy. You got some uh yes. you got some carny, any of the kind of carny appetizer you're going to make? Yes, I did. I did some carnivore pig shots. Um, so you guys have probably seen pig shots all across the intergrams and the interwebs and such. Uh, but they're really simple. I took some uh, Polish kielbasas, cut them into about half inch rounds, uh, wrapped half a piece of bacon around that, pinned it in place with like a grill pin. You can use toothpicks if you don't have a grill pin, but the grill pins are super easy to use there. Um, I cooked those on my Primo on a rack for probably about 30 minutes or so at 300 uh, to cook the sausage full of to cook the sausage all the way through and get the uh, the bacon almost done. And then I uh, I took some uh, white cheddar cheese, cut it into cubes, stuffed each one of those, um, 
each one of those uh, shot glasses uh, full of cheese, let that melt for about another five minutes or so at, at 300 degrees. And then I took some pork rinds and uh, shoved the pork rind inside of each one of the shot glasses again, let it cook for two or three more minutes and uh, pulled them off. And that was it. Did you dust them with any type of seasoning? I did. I uh, forgot to mention that uh, when I made the little cups, I sprinkled a little magnum over all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, there is a full video recipe on my page uh, for about a week ago or so where I posted it up. This sounds like a, actually, this would be really good to serve at Egg Fest sometime. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Think yeah, about that with like, the pack and heat pimento beer cheese stuffed inside the shot glass. What? Yeah. Smoked. <laughs> we, we could easily pre-make these and put them on like trays or something, you know, the night before. And, and, and then the just, day of, all we got to do is, is yeah. f- fire them up and, uh, you know, and then stuff them with that beer cheese or, or with the pimento beer cheese. And, you know, this could be the new vessel because we used to do it on a pork rind and now we can do it in a. And it's shot. it's hey. the evolution. We got to <laughs> cut all this out. We can't let the competitors hear our strategies. <laughs> That's right. The pork uh, we'll, we'll beat them anyways. Uh, Just speed it up like those car commercials. You know, <laughs> 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 Just like you a know, disclaimer. We should do. <laughs> yeah. So how did the pork rind turn out, bro? They like, did it get soggy at all or did it still have a crunch? No, no. I put the pork rind on it like at the very, very end, it was only in there for like, like the cheese had just melted and I stuck a pork rind into the cheese and then I just let it cook for like another minute or so. Okay. And then I pulled the whole tray off. Okay. Yeah. Um, so th- they were super crispy, uh, fantastic. Um, you know, I ate probably 10 of them. That was like my, my meal for that day. Uh, but yeah, they were great. Uh, Ty even liked them. And so, you know, Hell yeah. Good stuff. Well, well, Stace had an idea for a really awesome, uh, a little, I don't I can't talk today. A little appetizer that you could bring, like a finger food that you could bring to a party or, you know, have at your own house. Super easy to eat and they were delicious. Tell us about it. Um, I made mini chili cheese dogs. Um, so the base of that was a homemade meat sauce that we make. Um, so if you want to make full size hot dogs, cause that's actually what we ate for, for lunch one yeah. day. Um, so this meat sauce and it sounds really, really silly, but you take a pot with, you know, a handled pot on the stove and put a pound of ground chuck in there um, with a cup of water. And then I dice up half of a sweet onion and throw it in that pot. Um, dice up two cloves of garlic, or you could use the minced garlic from a jar, which would be um, one teaspoon, um, a teaspoon of sea salt, a cup of ketchup, two teaspoons of chili powder, a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, and then half a teaspoon of pack and heat. And you just turn the um, the oven or the stove up high and just kind of break up the meat. It instantly kind of breaks down into like a crumbled meat sauce. Um, just keep stirring it frequently. Let it boil for a while until it's all broke up and mixed through. Um, at that point, it's really watery and you're like, okay, this is going to be nasty. But let it simmer on your oven on low f- after you've boiled it for a while. Um, uh, low medium for an hour or two and just stir it every 10 or 15 minutes um, until it becomes a meat sauce. Uh, you stick it in the fridge, it actually congeals so you could scoop it out and microwave it and it kind of moists back up. But we took that meat sauce um, and we made, have you guys ever seen those Parker style house uh, rolls, sister Schubert rolls in a pan? Yes. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah, yeah. what you used. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I like it. Bake those up and it's just little tiny wheat or uh, what are, they, are they wheat rolls Smoke. or something? No, the, the, the rolls are the... Just the little rolls. So anyways, I sliced them. Like yeast rolls. Yeast, yeast rolls. Yeast, not wheat. 
yeast. Yeah. Um, slice them almost like a, a hot dog bun. And we cooked in a cast iron skillet mini smokies. So those beef smokies, little weenies, we cooked those up, browned them in a cast iron skillet, threw them on the little yeast roll, topped it with the meat sauce, um, topped that with it was some good. shredded cheese and then sprinkled on double action. And I'm going to tell you, that's key. It really brought some flavor to it. Yeah. Because those, those little smokies or whatnot that she had, they already, um, they're cooked. They're already cooked. So I, we threw them in a cast iron skillet and just added some char to the outside to give warmed that kind of a hot dog texture. You know what I mean? And warm up, warm them up a little bit. But it was, they were fire, dude. You could pop them left and right. This could easily be another wing fest recipe or uh, egg fest recipe. It was like, so like it's so easy to serve to people. It two to fantastic. three bites. It, it was like two to three bites. You just picked it up, and it really wasn't hard to assemble. But they looked so cute out on. We made like a little platter of them, and we just that's what we ended up eating for lunch. Like we just pick them that, up, pop them in your mouth, and they're amazing. Like all the flavors come together really well. Yeah, and that meat sauce was, was fire, guys. You all will love it for sure. So easy. So um, another Sounds recipe. Good that um we've made for years and this was like from stacy again so if i'm probably gonna get it wrong she's gonna correct me but i've made we made it for our kids my kids love it and it's super easy to make and it's like a homemade guac recipe um and it's you know three to four avocados you know you know pit them you know whatever throw them in a bowl chunk them up put a little lemon juice on them especially if they're not fully ripe It'll kind of help soften it up a little bit. Yeah, we use like one or two tablespoons of lemon or lime juice, if that's what you've got, to kind of help break down the, the avocados and mash them up. And, and depending on what you like, I like a little more guac than, than I do the cream cheese, but you put a block to block and a half of softened cream cheese um, into the mixture there. You can dice up half a sweet onion, dice up some tomato. And, and we leave those out for the kids because they don't like the chunks in there, but can, we usually use the veggies. Yeah, and you can do that to your liking as far as the, your consistency of the veggies in there but put it in there mix it all up and then you got to add some straight up tabasco and i like a lot of it um, tabasco hmm, sauce shoot, for I, vinegar i, I like the avocados are kind of bland with the cream cheese yeah and we and of course we're dousing it and not dousing it we're sprinkling garlic salt on a there a lot too. of garlic salt um you know mix that in there so give you a little bit of a saltiness there but you got to have that garlic punch but that tabasco i like probably 12 to 15 shakes in there at least um but standard like is probably about you know maybe seven to 10 or something like that. But, oh yeah, you can also put, um, we've done this before too, a light sprinkle of double action um, over the top of Kind of gives it a little bit of a chili flavor to it. A little smokiness to it. So so we do that, but we do not measure that. I mean, we do four avocados, a block of cream cheese, and like one to two tablespoons of the juice, but we do not measure the Tabasco or the garlic salt. It does need quite a bit of salt because of the blandness of the cream cheese and the avocado. Um, but we pour it in there and we taste it, pour every, it in there and taste it every, and the longer it sets up too, um, uh, it, the longer it sets up, the more flavor it gets. And uh, a little pro tip on that. If you get plastic wrap and mash it down on top of the, the dip, so no air gets to it, it won't brown on you in the refrigerator. But every time we freaking make this, guys, it gets smashed. It gets smashed, and everybody always says, make your guacamole dip, make your guacamole dip. We gotta post so it's not like an authentic guacamole. There's no cilantro or, you know, we're on cream cheese, but it's fantastic. That's what, where did you come up with the idea to do cream cheese in it? Because that's the thing about it that I've never heard before. I actually came up with the idea my, a long time ago. I think I was in middle school. My mom had a bunko group and the girl, the girls would come over and they would play their bunko dice game. And my dad made that. I don't know where he got the recipe from, but he made that. And ever since then, I, you know, as a child, I would make that, make that dip again, make that dip again. Like I just, 
loved it. And he told me what he, you know, he didn't have measurements, but he basically told me what he did at the time. And since then, since I've become an adult, we make it multiple times a year on the reg. You know, yeah. we need to post. I'll have to try it. We need to post that uh, video of Jace as a uh, one-year-old or two-year-old, whatever he was. Yeah, sitting on the counter. He's sitting on our old island at our old house, and they got a big bowl of that, and he's punching his fist into it. And, and just, just like, eating it off his hands. Slopping it off his hands. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> but then he's it was actually Joel, full-grown Joel, <laughs> yeah. barefoot yeah. on the counter. <laughs> Naked. No, uh... <laughs> No, I have, uh, but then he sticks, he sticks his head in the bowl and like, did, like smell it. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He comes up with a face full of guac all over his face. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's pretty damn cute. So anyways, uh, any more guys? We go, we, is that, anybody got anything? I mean, that's a nice spread right there. I know we intend on making the fried buffalo chicken wings that we talked about oh, last episode. Um, if you have not, guys. if cannot you've wait. not listened to that episode, um, you guys got to listen to how we make these wings. We're going to be doing those. I actually made a homemade sauce. I guess I can't really share it. Don't. Not um, yet. I think it's like this. I'm going to make it for you guys, though. Oh, uh, so good. I made a homemade sauce. I have goosebumps thinking about that damn sauce. Joel was just dying it was, over it. It's so good. I hope one day to bottle it and sell it under reload. Yeah, so. We're not talking about that one. Um, but we're <laughs> going to do that on the Super Bowl. And then mom and dad are coming over and they're going to make a Frito chili cheese dip as well. I know you guys have probably had that. That's a staple. So, um, yeah, we call it chili pie normally. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. yeah. I think there was yeah. pie in it, but that sounded weird to me. I thought I was wrong. So, <laughs> it's a southern thing, I think. Yeah. You can actually order it at Sonic. I don't know yeah. if you guys have a Sonic. You can order chili pies. Yeah. Oh, we got, we definitely got the Sonic. So, all right. So, let's take a break. We get back. We've got, of course, Rapid Fire, Reload Recommends, and F Wad. <laughs> Jeremy's going to shoot a wad, French word of the day. <laughs> after the break. Shoot my F Wad. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We are going to jump right into rapid fire questions. All right, this week, let's do Matt Joel Stacy. First, first question. There we go. First question. What would your first meal be after 30 days of carnivore? Matt. Oh, man. Mm, ooh, on the spot. Maybe like a double cheeseburger from McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Like the buns and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, like that processed food, you know, when you haven't, you've, mm-hmm. you've been cooking steaks and stuff at home. Just that fast food would just hit the spot. You know what I mean? I'm having burgers too. We're having some Haltman uh, bacon cheddar burgers tonight. It's just no buns or anything. That's not the oh, same. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Joel. Uh, I'll go with what I had when we were doing keto. Not the first meal I've had after after that which was biscuits and gravy and country mm. fried steak with white gravy man that's a oh, fantastic man. answer mm, so i might be regretting my double cheeseburger 
I'm going with a big juicy cheeseburger, but not we're not talking like McDonald's, like a stock and burger one that's got like awesome toppings, like the fried onions and jalapenos and melty cheddar and all the good mm-hmm. stuff on there. Like a, that's a, what an I asshole. Want. You want an asshole burger? I want an asshole burger. A <laughs> all three bun. toppings. I mean, it's got to mm-hmm. be toasted like perfect. Mash it down and just stuff my face. Fantastic. All right, guys. Name that movie. Man's wife dies. He tries to get high in order to cope. Accidentally gets a minor high along with himself. They go on a major trip and end up good friends when they come down. Matt. Oh, oh, oh. I know what it is. I know what it is. No. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I think you all know what it is. We'll say it, is it right? Matt. We'll is say it, it same, say, No, no, same time. Did you say it already? I already said it. I didn't uh, hear it. What is it? What is it? Three, two, one. Oh, cool. it's up. It's up. What's up? Yeah, he said it like two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, though. Yeah, like it's a minor and gets high. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was clever. Tries to get high in order to cope. <laughs> All right, guys. Would you rather be born with a giraffe neck or an elephant trunk? Matt. <laughs> Both seem awfully inconvenient. Maybe the giraffe neck, just so I don't have that they- trunk falling off my face. Oh. They have advantages. Like, now you're, like, super tall, but, like, just your head. Like, you, you can't actually touch your head, but it's super tall. Yeah. What if your, your head itches? You bet you bend your neck over? <laughs> Joel. Well, seeing as I already have a good elephant trunk. Uh-oh. I think... I, <laughs> no. I, was, I, I think the elephant... No, I, I think elephant trunk because of what you can do with it. It's the... It'd be very useful. It's very useful. Yeah. You can grab shit. Arm. You can squirt water like out a third really arm. far. Yeah. You know, you can, uh, you know, load up some peanuts and shoot them out. And well, once again, I'm regretting my answer. I, I'm going to mm-hmm. have to agree with you, Joel. I'm changing yeah. my it's mind. It's another hand. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Stacy? As, as all five foot three inches of me, I would go with the giraffe neck because as it is, whenever <laughs> I get on stools and stuff, I can see a whole new world. I can't reach anything mm-hmm. in the, on the top shelves of any of what my kitchen cabinets. Half the time, I'm like, you know, when Jeremy's came over before, I'm like, hey, is there something on top of the fridge? And he, he just looks and he can see it. And I've got to go dig <laughs> out yes, a stool. Yes, dusty as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to clean up here. <laughs> no, I remember but, you you talking about having to stick your phone up to see the bourbon on the top shelf. Yeah, the sticking the bourbon, yeah. taking a picture to find out what the price was of the bourbon up top. So I would go with the giraffe neck. I think it would be cool to be able to be a little taller. Have you ever seen giraffes fight? Yeah, they, they kick, just like, don't they? Huh? No, I think they just like sword fight with their necks. <laughs> no, it's like, a, they, yeah, they freaking whip their necks into each other. <laughs> oh, with each other. I, I've seen them fight like lions before and, and they kick like way worse than horses. Oh, like, yeah. They kick hard. Dude, those, yeah. those r- lions get wrecked by them mm-hmm. giraffe hoofs. All right, next one. Matt, what are the five D's of dodgeball? Oh, uh, I've never seen dodgeball. Oh, my God. You're so pathetic. <laughs> Yeah, Joel. Oh man, I, I tip my tongue that you can dodge a ball, you can dodge a wrench, or the opposite of that. All right, Stacy. I, I have no idea. Determination. Oh God, no. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot. All right, guys. What is it? That was wildly disappointing. It is dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> what? Dodge twice? Yeah. Or five. Yeah. Yeah. Dodge the third. <laughs> That's a great movie. Uh, all right, guys. Technically speaking, is a man with one eye a cyclops? Matt. <laughs> uh, technically, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the definition of the word. There you go. Joel? Yes. Stacy, our cy- resident medical expert. Total cyclops. 
Total Cyclops. Okay. Total Cyclops of the heart. (laughs) 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 True or false, drinking in glass bottles just tastes better. Matt. Oh, 100% true. 100%. Joel. False. I don't don't believe all that jazz. What? Really? Man, like, really? Bougie ass beer drinkers, man. Beer is beer. It's oh, delicious. I'm thinking sodas, not beers. Well, I don't. I no, don't I'm thinking tr- everything. Oh no, everything. Like a topo is better in a glass. Like well, topo is better in a glass than plastic. But I'm gonna ask you this right now: they a beer. To- and a- they don't make topos in plastic. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You yeah, don't do. buy them because they, they I think the glass off. tastes better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is exactly why. No, think of this. Think of this. Okay. A I'm beer. Ready. In a plastic bottle, like a Coke Zero comes in. No, you think it would taste good? Uh, no, we're talking aluminum versus glass. That's we are what, not. That, that's no, 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 no. Glass versus everything else. Put a beer in a plastic Coke bottle and tell me that that beer is going to taste as good as it no, does in that brown okay. glass. It's not. You're right. Okay, I, I get that, but I'm on. I, <laughs> you say that, all I can think about is beer. I can't think about anything else. Doesn't your favorite beer, like Lagunista, like doesn't that come in a glass bottle? Lagunitas. Yeah, it does, but it's hard to find it in a can, so I've never really had it. Or think of it in plastic, or think of your coffee instead of in a, like a mug. Think of it in a plastic cup. In a stainless steel cup, it tasted like shit this morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll redact okay. my statement. Sure. Stacy, I'm pretty sure I uh, I know your opinion on this, but go ahead. <laughs> I think I made it pretty clear. <laughs> Glass, baby. All right. Next one. Should two consenting adults be able to duel each other to the death without legal repercussions? Matt. Uh, I guess, yeah. If they're consenting, I don't see why not. Okay. Joel? Absolutely. If we both agree we're going to whoop each other's ass and or kill each other in a duel, we should be able to do so. Stacy. I cannot imagine how you could loophole and say that that's not okay. Like, how can you tell me if two consenting adults want to fight to the death, how can you tell me that I can't do that? That it's illegal? Because well, how would they prove the consent? I mean, it would just be murder at the end of the day, right? As it sits right now, the person who wins is now convicted for murder. So who really wins in that duel? (laughs) Well, this is coming from the chick that believes that uh, uh, the prostitution should be legal. I think if I want to Money. I think prostitution should be legal also. If, if I want to accept money for something that you want, and I am okay with it, why can you tell me that I can't do that? It's the rabbit hole. That's what we I don't care. It's, it, it's, if I want to diddle, if I'm okay with diddling and you want to give me some money for it, I should be able diddle. to take well, some money I d- for it. I do that every damn day of my life. I just don't get the diddling as much. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Some, All right, we'll some go down up aggression here. A deep rabbit hole here because I think <laughs> many, many things should be legal that are not. I'm glad how this episode turned into shit on Stacy when it's usually shit on Joel. Well, yeah, that's a good turn of events, guys. <laughs> no, Stacy, I'm 100% with you. Prostitution should be legal. Every drug should be legal. I mean, the government should get the hell out of our lives. Anyways, next question <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus their mortal enemies? The Super Mario Brothers. Oh. Matt. Uh, there's more Ninja Turtles, so they've got the advantage. I think they would win. But all Mario and Lu- Luigi have to do is jump on their backs. Oh, <laughs> I didn't consider that. <laughs> Mortal enemies. Oh, see, he had that keyed up. Yeah. He had that yeah. keyed up ready because yeah. they're turtles. I don't even need to answer now. He's like, that's like a chess, he, he's like a chess move or whatever. He's, he's like three <laughs> steps ahead already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's another bucket list of mine that I've never learned. All right. So, so, so you're still sticking with uh, Ninja Turtles. I don't know. You're going to change your answer anyway when I get to Joel. Go ahead, Joel. <laughs> yeah, Joel, what do you say? I need to know. With, 
outside of what you just said, Jeremy, I'm going with Mario and Luigi straight up for their fighting prowess. The fact that they can mm-hmm. get the energy star, they can get the mushroom, makes them big as hell, and they can also get mm-hmm. the fire flower. I mean, come on. You can't compete with that. I don't care how much ninja you are. Now, a fire flower would definitely be a game changer, but like you got to remember, all the Ninja Turtles have weapons and stuff. I mean, that's, that's got to be for, count for something. Yeah, but they're plumbers. I mean, come on. They, they always got the, the little the wrench in their pocket. So if I give you a wrench and I get a sword and then we can have our duel, if you can dodge a, fair? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I can, though. <laughs> I hear it Because oh! <laughs> I know the five Ds of dodgeball. <laughs> that's Stacy. Right. Ninja Turtles. They're my favorite. There you go. And that brings us to the final question of the evening. Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasoning of all time? Matthew Farr. Yes, of course. Joel. <laughs> Are, would Ninja Turtles get their ass beat by the Mario Brothers? Hell yeah. It's debatable. Stacy. Are Topo Chico's better in glass than plastic? They absolutely are. And with that, I'm going to throw it over to you, Joel, for your recommends. That's right, guys. It's time for the last segment. Well, next to the last segment of the podcast, where we recommend things to you we think are badass. And with that being said, let's jump into Reload Recommendations, Recommendations from Reload. Yeah. Hands down, your best one. Yeah. That throat grit. That, 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 what was it? That your throat growl? Is that back to, that's back to the OG way? No, it's, it's like better. it's like Scott Stapp from Creed is really what it was a callback to. With all that you had a throat growl. <laughs> That's right. It was deep. That's right. Maybe you'll get to diddle. Ooh. One more time. Oh. Maybe not. Because you do I, need get, do I need to channel my inner Liam Neeson to get you to, to, to do me? <laughs> he done paid his fee. <laughs> yeah. Well, she give me twenty bucks. <laughs> That's it. Here we go. I just totally put myself down. Joel, put your wallet away. Check out. I got twenties for days. Oh man, I got a whole week. I got a whole week's worth right here. Who's going first? Uh, Matt. Matt's gonna go first, and we're gonna go to Jeremy, Stacy, and then we're gonna round things out with me. I gotta find my wallet. All right. So this week for Matt's music, I have Long Beach, California-based American rock band Rival Sons. So I've been listening to these guys for a while now and only recently realized that they're produced by a guy named Dave Cobb. Uh, you guys may not know about Dave, uh, but it turns out he's behind some of my favorite music. He's done all the Chris Stapleton albums, the newer Jason Isbell stuff, and even some Shooter Jennings. So anyway, back to Rival Sons. This song is from their 2019 album, Feral Roots. It's called Do Your Worst. Blind your eyes, steal your tongue, take it when you're over. Do Your Worst by Rival Sons. Be sure to go check us out on Spotify at, uh, you can just search Reload Recommends. You can find the playlist for all of those, all the songs that I bring you every week and that everybody else sometimes also brings you. So there you go. <laughs> that slaps. Dude, the, the playlist is getting better and better every single week. It's getting bigger and bigger as well. This is something that like we throw on, on the reg, and can listen to you when it first started it was like five songs we're like okay yeah here we go but now we've got this like plethora of awesome songs that slap and they're very good from all of us here on trp yeah every evening we're saying alexa play spotify reload recommends all the time that's all we got going so jeremy what you got homie 
All right, guys, this week I have a show to recommend, and I almost messaged the group earlier this week because the show is so good. I want to talk to you guys about it. And Joel, I think you've actually recommended this before, but I'm finally caught up on it. Mandalorian season two yeah! is just it's awesome. so croissanting good. I mean, it's better that season one was amazing, and it's better than season one. Um, I'm really glad I finally sat down and watched the whole thing. All the people that show up throughout the season, I mean, it's just hitter after hitter after hitter. Uh, such a fantastic show if you like star wars at all you're gonna absolutely love it like uh john favreau being able to walk in and just reboot the whole star wars series like this um we can all agree that jj abrams movies are absolute dog shit uh but this is tell me this more. redeems it all it's so much better <laughs> that's, yeah, that's good stuff really, jeremy so um and jeremy and not to, not to spoil mm-hmm. it for anybody that hasn't watched it's it. been out long enough spoil it i don't well, care <laughs> end of season two man Oh my gosh, so bad. Did you lose it? So <laughs> badass. I was like, I was like, babe, look who this is. She's like, I don't know. I was like, but look who don't it you is. She <laughs> had no idea what it is. Oh, so Now, good. do so you good. think I would like uh, it? I do. I do think you would like it. But would I understand do you like the original it? movies? Do you like the original movies? I just, I've watched a few of the original Star Wars movies and I just, I'm, I just don't get into them like everybody else does. Now, just tie like you them? I don't care then. So I'll, I'll no. say. Julie, not a fan of the movies. She likes like the newer ones. Will not watch the old ones with me. She she only watched them so that when we were going to go to Disney World and like experience Star Wars Land, she kind of had She'd an idea it. on what was going on. Yeah, it's a good idea. But yeah. I'll say she was the one asking if we could watch the Mandalorian week to week. She liked it well enough. Which new ones did she watch? Because then because we're going to go to Disney next year with our kids, and that's I, I'm on board with her. Like thinking like I want to be I want to want to be in the know with that kind oh, of stuff. She, she watched them all once, but she enjoyed the newest ones, like the J.J. Abrams Ugh. ones that Jeremy's Ugh. crapping on. Mm-hmm. She enjoyed those the most. They're so bad. They're like, so Return bad. They're the bad, but they're not nearly as bad as the old new ones, right? Yeah, like Empire uh, Strikes Back. Episode 1, 2, and 3? Yes. yes. No, the new ones make Episode 1, 2, and 3 look good. Oh. What? That That's how low I think of the new ones. Um, <laughs> w- w- what was the one? They had a... That's how you really uh, feel. The... The, the the new movie the one where they had the low speed chase uh, hyperspace chase through th- through space the whole movie is so fucking dumb it's like oh do we have enough gas in the gas tank <laughs> like that was the whole plot of the movie it was so stupid okay well uh, I cannot express how much I dislike those movies they are horrible horrible movies horrible. Um, we're gonna continue this chat on our group chat here later I want to I want to pick y'all's but brains about you should this. you should watch them all at least once yeah, I, I would like yeah, to know the real. order that you guys think I should do it in. And like, I don't know if you guys like Matt, I'm sure you probably know, but like the listeners and everyone, John Favreau is pretty much the guy we have to thank for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He uh, directed in, in in like spearheaded Iron Man, the, f- the first one, the first movie in the whole franchise, because that did so well. Disney took the chance and made all the other movies after it. And that's why we have the MCU. And he's the same guy behind the Mandalorian. Uh, the dude is just freaking awesome. I'd kiss him on the mouth. Yeah. I would too. He's an amazing man. Stacy, what you got, honey? All right, so my Reload Recommends is a uh, show on Netflix. It's actually not even really a show. It's a slight, small series, um, four episodes, and it's a documentary about a serial killer, and it's called Night Stalker. Oh, yeah. Um, So it's just, like I said, four episodes, and it's about a serial killer um, in the Los Angeles area that, I mean, 
absolutely heinous crimes that were committed in the 1980s and it walks through it but the way that they put this documentary together it's not boring it's like the music to it is really really awesome it's intriguing because they set it up where you're learning about who this, this killer and he has no patterns at all like there's no patterns one day he's raping and killing this person the other day he's stabbing this one to death and assaulting him i mean so many disgusting crimes that were committed but they were able to link him to every single one of them and it put the whole t- the whole area of los angeles in absolute fear where people were just they they were thinking am i next and so the way that they lay it out like you have no idea who this guy is and until it plays out and day to day they talk to the detectives and everything so four episodes it's chilling, but absolutely fascinating. I'd be in here. Uh, it's, it's about Richard Ramirez. Um, I had never heard of him until you're the, telling I, him. The- I saw the thing. I not. Yeah. Way to ruin it. Now I don't have to watch it. Jeez, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Ramirez. Well, I don't watch either. it. <laughs> she would. She it's would on met, Netflix. She, it's she, on Netflix. It's called um, the Night Stalker. There's something else to it. Let me look it up real quick. Um, the Night Stalker. She'd be. I'd be in. I'd be in the office, and she'd be texting me. I'm scared. So I love scary movies. (laughs) Like I love real like murder mysteries and serial killer type things. It fascinates me. And this one actually like chilled me to the bone where he was in the office. I was just outside in the living room and I was hollering at him. Will you please check to make sure the doors are locked? Like I am freaking scared, which I was comfortable on the couch with my blanket. So of course I was going to interrupt him playing video games and tell him to check Mm. the doors. Yeah. What a good man. I am. That's excellent. It's excellent though. It's called the night stalker. And I didn't ruin anything because if you look it up, it's in the damn description. Okay, guys. It's called Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer on Netflix. Please go watch it. And if you do, holler at me. I would love to talk about it. Holler at your girl. All right, guys. Well, my recommendation today is a song. It's one that I've I've been getting into this guy a little bit um, after hearing him on some uh, real video on Instagram. But his name is Tyler Childers. He's um, a mix between country, bluegrass, and folk. And the song that I got into, you know, got me on to listening to him or whatnot is called White House Road. It's uh, fantastic. I like to get this guy. He's got a really good beat. His hooks are nice. But uh, check it out. White House Road, Tyler Childers. Cast your troubles on the Lord of Lords. Wind up laying on a cold Up White House Road and keep me strutting when my feet hang low. Rock of whiskey gonna ease my pain. And all this running's gonna keep me sane. Get me drinking that moonshine. Get me higher than the grocery bill. All right, guys, so that's it. Tower Childers, White House Road. Check that out on uh, Reload Recommends. It's a fantastic song. If you just want to, like, you're cooking in the kitchen, you're chilling. It's got a little bit of upbeatness to it. I love it. It's, uh, I don't know about you guys, but one of my new favorites. Yeah, I'm a big Tyler Childers fan, so 100%. It fits with the rest of the the, the Chillbilly music, gr- Grillbilly, Chillbilly music that we've got going, so. <laughs> Grillbilly? <laughs> I, I didn't know did that. that. that that's perfect. <laughs> Our I got to go update playlist. the playlist description. <laughs> <laughs> perfect grillbilly music. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, that's it, guys. That's it for Reload Recommends. And now we're going to pass it over to Jeremy for our f Bonjour and bienvenue. Welcome to 
F word of the week, guys. Let's go. Oh, wait a second. So, French word of the day of the week. Yeah. Hey, we come out one day a week. French F-wad word of the day of the this week. week. I love it. Anyways, I picked this word out before we even started the episode, but we talked about this quite a bit, so it's very fitting. It is fromage. This is the French word for cheese. So the next time you're having a cheese plate at your house, you can say, we're having the fromage course. Fromage. All right, Joel, let's hear it. Let's hear you try Uh, to spell it. Okay. (laughs) Fromage. Fromage, right? Fromage. Fromage. (laughs) F-R-O-M-A- J from uh, oh A G as from age. <laughs> That's for, now you just you were so close. You just started throwing letters in there. That made no sense. M A G E. Yes. Did I get it? Yes. No way. F R O M A G E. Frick yeah, man. <laughs> but J G U A is, is not is not the uh, <laughs> Anyways, guys, fromage. That means cheese. Cheese. Okay. Yep. Just the general word for cheese. So uh, your fromage course, your fromage plate. Mm-hmm. How do you say plate, or would you just say fromage plate? I don't know, Stacy. That's not the word of the week. Maybe <laughs> next week will be plate. Do, okay. Do, this week do is plate. Cheese. I want to put them together. <laughs> then GTS. That's a French word for you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that salty note <laughs> yeah for sure we will head out of this podcast we love you guys thank you all for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you're listening right now hit that subscribe button do it do it right now that way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime anywhere we love you guys we'll see you on the next show see you next tuesday This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. Yeah! I mean, like, I think it was really good. In rare form, for sure. <laughs> we were in rare form. And we weren't even drinking, guys. How about that? Look at us. Yeah. What was rare form? Uh, all of us. <laughs> oh, she's taking it personal now. <laughs> Who the hell was in rare form? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> Should we like have a sound effect of like a, a ketchup squirting? The reason before we before each ketchup segment, so people know it's. Ketchup. Uh, will people realize it's that's a ketchup squirt, not or just not a, a wet fart? fart? <laughs> Harper, okay. She's screaming. Can you hear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's why I need us to go take a break. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a Ruby's cube, bro. Officially, <laughs> uh, I don't know how they got so tangled up, and then I couldn't figure out what ear goes in which. It's still ear. twisted up. It's all right. I can hear. It'll be okay. <laughs> Jeremy, I can't wait to hear. It's going to be like, oh, fo- so for uh, my my uh, Super Bowl snack, I took a prime dry aged New York strip and pan seared it on both sides and then, then I <laughs> slowly brought it down with butter. Slapped it on a plate. <laughs> yeah. I, cu- I cued it up and put little toothpicks in it. <laughs>